Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And I'm going to go with a bit of a crossover episode today. Yes, I'm going to get to the two Cubs minor moves and a trade that may possibly affect some things on down the line. And I'm not at all upset with the trade. Um... Cubs have made a couple of minor roster moves, but more importantly, I'm waiting for trades. I want trades to happen. Cubs trades, other teams trades, follow trades, assess trades, all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. And when trades aren't happening, I'm on YouTube watching bad private investigator TV shows. Bad private eye shows. The worse, the better. Well, maybe not. What is a show that you watched for a while? More than 10 episodes? That was just absolute garbage. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Uh, call into the show. A show... It, it, I'm thinking Private Eye, but it could be a cop show. It could be a Private Eye show. You know, it says, um, oh, geez, there's there's one other, uh, anything along, uh, legal docudrama, or legal drama show, whatever you got along those lines. It's like, wow, this show, how did this? How did this even? I was watching Matt Heim. No idea why... YouTube decided I should watch a Matt Heim episode. Apparently, it's a show from the 70s. At some point, I'm going to IMDB it. And the, the episode they showed me was uh, Suzanne Day from before the Partridge family and well after L.A. Law um, and other things, of course. Um, was on this episode, and I don't know, she was 19, 20, 21, you know, what, what, whatever age she was. And, ah, uh, like, okay, I'll watch this show, see what's going on. And, um, wow. The female lead seemed to be a fairly competent actress, actor, uh, but no, if if you have a show in mind that you you honestly watched it for a while, you watched it for however long you did, and after a fashion, you came to realize this show's terrible. This show is absolutely terrible. There is no reason I'm watching it, but I'm watching it, and you know you you. You watched it enough to know the secondary characters and maybe even a tertiary character. But is there a show out there, particularly one on YouTube, that is just absolutely hideous as far as why did this show get three episodes? Much less, you know, any sort of an entire run. I'm not, I'm not sure how far Matt Heim went. Maybe I watched a bad episode. But, um, yeah, that's my question for the day. As you listen to this and contemplate the uh, 
Cubs going to be making more trades, etc., etc. What's a bad TV show that you watch? Just uh, through the years, it might still be on YouTube. It might not be. Maybe it's just disappeared into the dustbin of time. And not even one that you really liked that only lasted for a year or two that probably should have been picked up. Just one that was like, wow, this was putrid. This was just, this had absolutely nothing going on. If you have one of those kind of shows, hit me up on Twitter. Call me back on the Anchor Contest line. Tell me what is a show that you were at least for a while pot committed to that after a fashion, it really wasn't all that good. Okay, roster moves for today. It sounds like the Cubs might be doing what I recommended three or four weeks ago and kicking back Keegan Thompson to Iowa to get extended as a starter. I'm completely good with that. I was completely good with that, uh, what, a week and a half before the All-Star game? And I'm still completely good with it. Um, Keegan Thompson and Justin Steele ought to be at least considered for 2022 starter-ish spots in the rotation. And really, where they're getting their innings isn't that much of a concern for me. Keep them healthy, mind their pitch counts, get them in, get them out, get them extended, get them extra opportunities to use their secondary and tertiary pitches. And I don't know what 2022 is going to be like as a season. I'm guessing it will probably be a joke, a joke, especially with the stories of... um, Delta variant going. I just, I, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of spending. Certainly by the Cubs, there will probably be a number of other teams that are saying, yeah, really, nah, really not all that interested. And as that stuff continues to go, as 2022 becomes less likely, let's say it again, as 2022 becomes less likely as far as being a full-out legitimate Major League Baseball season with 150 or more games played by each team, the Cubs should make all the trades. Absolutely all the trades. Rip off the walls. Tear everything down to the studs, to the nails in the wall, and the sub-basement. Trade all the players whose value is tied up in 2021 and 2022. Trade all of them for players who can be developed. I wasn't going to mention this because I'd kind of forgotten it, but it certainly belongs in with this sort of a mindset. The New York Mets are contemplating not signing Number one pick, Kumar Rocker, due to elbow concerns. The Boston Red Sox are apparently not going to be signing Judd Fabian, their second round draft choice. What this means, in addition to anything else under the globe, Judd Fabian and Kumar Rocker will be in the draft next year. And... The Red Sox and Mets will almost certainly receive 
an extra draft pick. So what's that got to do with the Cubs? What that has to do with the Cubs is if the Cubs are receiving an extra, oh my goodness, I just thought of something else. Oh my goodness, I just thought of something else. Now I'll get to it in a minute. If the Cubs are planning on offering a qualifying offer to Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo. Um, oh, who, who, who else could they offer? A, uh, Ryan Tapera, they could offer a qualifying offer to. Who else? Uh, Jake Marisnik, they could offer a qualifying offer to. Uh, they won't. I, I can't really say Eric Sogard anymore because, you know, he's designated for assignment, so I can't. But actually, he hasn't been released yet. So I, I, Jed Jed might be trying to trade Eric Sogard for Bean Burrito. And more power to Jed for trying his butt off because everybody in the universe thought, <laughs> Sogard, he'll be released. But he was designated for assignment on Saturday morning. Saturday morning means he could have been put on waivers Saturday afternoon. If he's put on waivers Saturday afternoon, that means Sunday, Monday afternoon. Monday afternoon, he would have been through waivers. That hasn't happened. He didn't get put through waivers on Saturday. He didn't get put through waivers on Sunday. Jed Hoyer is actually trying to trade Eric Sogard. More power to Jed Hoyer for trying the heck out of anything to do anything to parse anything through. Okay, I said I just thought of something. Um, the Mets selected 10th. Kumar Rocker was selected 10th. Specifically 10th. If unsigned, the New York Mets will get the 11th pick in the draft in 2022. The 11th, not the not the 10th, not the 12th. The uh, replacement pick is one behind what the pick had been the year before. So 10th slips to the 11th. As you look at the Cubs' schedule for the rest of the season, if... Kumar Rocker is going to be um, unsigned. The New York Mets will have the 11th pick. So if the Cubs are on the list of teams in the draft order, if the Cubs are, let's say, 7th, they will draft 7th. If the Cubs are, let's say, 8th, they will draft 8th. If they are Ninth on the list, they will draft ninth. If they are tenth on the list, they will draft tenth. If they are eleventh on the list, they will draft twelfth. If Kumar Rocker is left unsigned. Just as you are contemplating things. Um, and one more thing with the Mets. Their draft was very heavily toward Kumar Rocker. Very heavily. Kumar Rocker, a bunch of college guys, and some senior signs. That seemed to be what it was. And if Kumar Rocker is not going to be getting what the Mets were contemplating offering him, they really don't have a contingency plan by the looks of it. So it's not a case of, 
well, if Kumar Rocker isn't going to be signed, then we're going to pivot, parlay, and shift that money from Rocker to someone else. There is none of that. It really doesn't look like the Mets had any plans of, well, if there's anything wrong with Rocker's medicals, then we'll do something else. So if the Mets do not sign Kumar Rocker, they will probably leave, just to throw out a number, a million and a half unspent beyond what Kumar Rocker didn't have spent on him. So when a team is putting together a draft strategy, it's usually a good idea to have um, plan B because sometimes once you look at the medicals, plan A looks less tempting. So the roster moves, Keegan Thompson down to get extended, Kyle Ryan up, and Corey Abbott up. There may be more trades. There may be more roster moves here in the future. Uh, kind of surprised Tommy Nance didn't get called up, but whatever, whichever. Um, Tommy Nance, Manny Rodriguez, both of them make great sense as call-ups um, if there are more roster moves. And I'll be honest, uh, I, I'm trying to use the clock face. Wow, does anybody know the, what a clock face is anymore? There are a lot of people who don't know what a clock face is. <laughs> oh, I, I think that they should. They should know. You know, you get the... Well, the clocks don't go around in circles anymore. They're, they're visual. They're digital. Uh, clock face. Top of the screen is 12 o'clock. Uh, 90 degrees is 3 o'clock. 180 degrees is 6 o'clock. Uh, one, uh, 270 degrees is nine o'clock and you just keep going around and, um, there are chatters, chatters about Chris Bryant to Tampa Bay, Anthony Rizzo to Boston. I would not put either chatter beyond three o'clock. Um, nobody has put a name to saying Talks are progressing, which would kick it up to six o'clock. Uh, it, it was it was interesting watching last night because it was definitely a clock face sort of thing with Schaefer. There was discussions that the Oakland A's are moving closer to acquiring Cubs reliever Andrew Schaefer, and that pushed it to you know two forty five. And then as more information kept coming in and more information kept coming in, it kept creeping closer to midnight. And it got to a certain point where I had done two podcasts before it, anything was officially, officially announced. But it was clearly going to happen. And there were names discussed. And um, so, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. There will be more trades before Friday. And if Jed Hoyer continues to do as well as well as he has so far, rip it out to the studs. Rip it out to the studs. And if they have things fairly well under control and most of the veterans moved by Thursday night, 
Again, most of the veterans, not saying who's left, not saying what, not saying whichever, etc., etc. If they have most everything moved by Thursday night, you know, maybe a spare Kimbrel, maybe a spare Bryant. Right about what I would do, what I would seriously consider doing. Everything else has been taken care of. All the other pieces have left. Everybody else that's a rental piece has gone away. What I would seriously consider, 3 o'clock central is when the deadline is on Friday. About 1.45, open everything up for Kyle Hendricks. Open it up at 1.30, 1.45 for Kyle Hendricks. Okay, everybody, I'm completely willing to keep him, but you have 90 minutes to acquire Kyle Hendricks this season. Why would I consider doing that? If Andrew Chafin, Andrew Chafin is fetching the Cubs two 40-pluses, what in God's green earth would Kyle Hendricks fetch? I don't know. But if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have that be the last thing going because I want to have everybody else out the door first before anybody mm-hmm. finds out that's the plan. Um, hmm. Doesn't look like anything just happened, but you never know. Uh, thanks for listening. Be safe. Be nice to others. And yeah. Check your outlets. Check your outlets. Make sure there's a check mark after the source. I'm not a check mark guy, so don't believe me. Try to find somebody that's got a check mark. Um, oh, also, on the way out the door, one bit of relationship advice. Never take relationship advice from me. Never take it relationship advice from me. But I'm going to give you one bit of relationship advice on the way out the door today. Find someone who likes you as much as Javier Baez detests Amir Garrett. Have a great day.